He said that Jesus Christ has risen And He is the open door Well, how you doing, everyone? Welcome to this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show, where I talk about life, I talk about liberty, and I talk about the pursuit of happiness, and I show the world that us Cajuns do have intelligence. Hope you're having a good day, good week, wherever you are located, because remember, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm excited. Things are looking pretty good over the horizon. I'm happy. Things are about, I hope I can announce a few things later on, but I had a real good day, ladies and gentlemen, at work, uh, went hang out, uh, did some jobs, um, even, even had a tire that started leaking on me, but guess what? We got it fixed. We got, we're rolling. And I just say, I had a blessed day today. And I'm, I'm just, you could tell I'm happy if you, if you're watching on YouTube or rumble or Spotify, I, I'm joyful today. I'm just happy. And look, we have a lot of things to cover. We have a lot of things that are happening in this nation that might put us to be, might make us sad and unhappy, but we got the joy of the Lord. If you're a saved Holy Ghost filled, born again, believer, you, you, you have something that nobody else has. And that is the love of God in your heart. Um, it reminds me of that little children's song. Uh, I got joy, joy, joy down in my heart. And they go, where? Hey, I got it down in my heart. I love Jesus. I love this country. And it is a good day to be alive. Got some great things. over. Like I said, coming up, we're going to be announcing a few things. Hopefully, we're working on some details for a couple of things. But uh, but like I said, we're, we're doing good. We're doing good. And um, to be honest with you, uh, to the start off with a story that I'm about to start off with after that, that great intro uh unfortunately we had another shooting this happened in louisville kentucky when an individual that uh i believe shot five people will kill five people and injured nine others um this was a bank in louisville kentucky um they listening to ben shapiro and a little bit of the details of what happened at that event uh this this mass shooter uh went ahead and just um he went in this bank and it, it was it was a bank where it had a lot of influential people i believe is the governor of kentucky uh, had a good friend that was in the bank unfortunately passed away and uh unfortunately we have an, we had another mass shooting and every time we bring this up i, I always want to say the same thing please pray for the family i, I want to do something different than the media i want to do something different than our friends in big tech or people or, or big media where they start off instead of worrying about the, the the people that this might impact they they start going into the political points i don't want to do that here at the cajun conservative show i want to go ahead and i want to say please pray for the families please pray for the the friends as the the governor of kentucky i believe is a democrat um, but it don't matter. This is a person that lost somebody he cared about dearly. So keep them in prayer. Please pray for the community of Kentucky. Well, uh, Louisville, because th this shakes the core. And I always bring that back. Unfortunately, here in our lo my little local town, we had a shooting at a movie theater. And it wasn't up to the scale of these shootings were, but it made, it made national headlines. And people, people you know, we're hurting. We didn't know the people, but it, hey, this happened in our hometown and we band together. We prayed together. We, we, we made Lafayette strong. That's what was the slogan. 
And ladies and gentlemen, that's 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 what we need to pray for Louisville, uh, Kentucky tonight. But let, let, let's now now with that out the way. And look, I'm I'm trying to be sincere as much. Please pray for these people. This, this is this is a heartbreaking incident in Kentucky. But uh, now we have to get to the politics of this, because ladies and gentlemen, it's a common thread with shootings like this. And I remember when the, the, the Nashville shooting happened a couple of weeks ago, I came over to this microphone and I talked about the heart. And, and politicians are more worried about the piece of machinery they use or their mental illness. And we, you should look at the heart. And they have done this again with this shooting. Without facts, without anything to, to really get their teeth into, the Democrat Party and the president and Corrine Jean-Pierre goes up on the stage again and says, listen, we need to go ahead and ban assault weapons. We need to go ahead and, and stop the, the sale of these guns on our streets. This is what's causing mass shootings. People are taking these guns and they, 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 the, the guns automatically speak to them and they go ahead and commit violence. And Corrine Jean-Pierre went ahead and said, the president is praying for the families impacted by the old National Bank shooting. She then noted that President that Biden wants correct congressional Republicans to work with the Democrats to ban assault weapons and high capacity magazines to require safe storage of firearms to require background checks for all gun sales to eliminate gun manufacturing's in, uh, immunities from liability. Green Jean Pierre described the proposed gun control common sense. She put forth a gun control. Uh, she put forward the gun control at approximately 2:15 Eastern, a time to a, a, a at watch the uh, wait. Excuse me, 2:15 p.m. Eastern, a time at which police had released no details on type of guns used or by means by which the gun was acquired. So, ladies and gentlemen, without any, without any evidence, without any statistics, without anything. She went ahead and said, we need to ban assault weapons. We need to ban certain things. We, we need to ban high packages and magazines. We need to extend the background checks, which proved in the last shooting with the Nashville shooting, the young lady that was the mass shooter bought the guns legally, passed every background check, and was 28 years old. But Corrine Jean-Pierre says the president wants this. The president wants gun control to protect the lives of the young people. Now I got a couple of points I do want to make with this. Um, one, the president for two years had the house and the Senate. And, and, and look, ladies and gentlemen, he could, he could get almost anything passed. If it had to go through a 60 vote threshold, it was, it was impossible because of the Republican party, which is going to be my point number two in a few minutes. But didn't the president of the United States have the House and the Senate for two years before 2023 came around when in 2022, the Republican parties won a slight majority in the House of Representatives where it became a lame duck Congress? Didn't the president, look, look this, this aggravates me all the time when I hear things like this. The president is telling the Republican Party, y'all need to do something. Couldn't you have done something within the two months pertaining to gun control? And look, the, the, the President Biden's 
I could say credit. He did do some things that limited gun sales and did some things with uh, with with the uh, the Second Amendment to limit citizens from having guns. But ladies and gentlemen, he didn't go hardcore. Now, like I said, you had to vote for the 60 threshold and all of that stuff. But the president had the House and the Senate for two years. And gun legislation was almost zip. He did do a few things with executive orders, but it was it was zip. Nothing. He did to my to my knowledge, I could be wrong at this as well. He I don't even know if he put legislation up to ban assault weapons. All he said he wanted to, but his Democrat House and Senate didn't do nothing for it. Now, they, like I said, they did pass some gun legislation thanks to some rhino Republicans, but it was very thin, going back in memory. But ladies and gentlemen, it, it, and look, that was only after one mass shooting as well. The Republicans caved a little bit. I remember coming on the air and saying how they caved. So you might say, well, Isaac, he did do something with some some Republicans' help. But couldn't he have done more? Think about it. Look, and he's, he's, he's going to my second point. When all else fails, let's just blame the Republican Party. Because if you listen to her statement, she's telling the congressional Republicans to work with the Democrats. Well, didn't that happen when he was in off when... The first two years when the shooting is uh, escaping my memory right now, but it was the senator from Texas, not Ted Cruz, the other one that and Bill Cassidy and others rhinos that helped pass some legislation on certain gun regulations. But as I said, it wasn't extravagant as they wanted it. But now that the Republican Party has the congressional side of the government, now all these shootings are blamed on the Republican Party. Why? Because the Republican Party don't want to put down their 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 stance on guns. They don't want to go ahead and make it hard for people to get guns. But, but this is the problem with this: the Republican Party. And I would I would say this to Kareem Jean Pierre. I doubt she ever talks to me, but. I would say this to Green Jean Pierre. Hold on. They're not fighting because they love guns and they want to keep guns. They're fighting for the Second Amendment. They're, they're, they're trying to protect our God-given right that was given to us by God. And the Founding Fathers thought, hey, we need to put this in the Constitution. And we want to protect the American citizens. But ladies, see, but, but but the president and Corrine Jean Pierre don't think like that. See, when they see a shooting like in Louisville or in Nashville or, or in Parkland or, or anywhere in this country, the first thing that goes to their mind is the Republicans' fault and we need to ban guns. Like I said, when she made these comments, um, there was no, there was, there was nothing. There was no body cam footage. There was no, there was no, there was nothing. They didn't even know what gun he, she, the, the, the mass shooter used at the time. But you see the Democrat party in their liberal mindset. The first thing that came out, the, 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 their brain cells started clicking. And the first thing they thought was guns is the problem. And we, we can't get guns off, so we have to blame the Republican Party. So the Republican Party is to blame for 
Nashville and Louisville and Parkland and, and probably Columbine and all of them. When all else fails, blame the Republican Party. That is the Democrats' motto. And like I said, they didn't look at anything. Um, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, yeah, and um, it, it was uh, let's see. If I'm not mistaken, the 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 the, the shooter used a Glock, or he used a, he used a handgun. If I'm not mistaken, I, I could be wrong. But ladies, and I don't even think he used an assault weapon. And also, we don't we got to realize they had police officers that died to try to stop this 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 idiot from going into this bank and shooting it up. They took him out, but I believe two officers died trying to protect the trying to trying to stop him and trying to protect the people that were around him but you see how the president does this the president goes ahead and the and the, the press secretary where's the first microphone where's the first camera let's talk about gun control and let's talk about them nasty evil republicans that don't want to keep the american people safe it's really sad it, it is sad that we have, we, we're in a place in America where we don't look at facts. We just jump to conclusions. Then that's what the Democrat Party did with this. The Democrat Party heard that, well, the president and Corrine Jean-Pierre just heard, oh, a mass shooting. I'm going to run up to the podium or I'm going to find the nearest camera and microphone and I'm going to say, we need to ban them, them guns. And because we, we banning guns, we need to go ahead and make sure that them nasty Republicans, old and conservative con constitutional con Republicans should work with the Democrat party, them left-leaning socialistic, communistic Democrats and make a deal to take them guns off. Ladies and gentlemen, it, it, and this is what aggravates me. I was in a good mood. <laughs> this is what bothers me about all this. Because I'm, I'm going to repeat something I said in the Nashville shooting as well. The gun is not the problem. The Democrat Party, they want to blame their, 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 their they, they, they want to shift the blame somewhere else. The gun is not the problem. It's the heart that's the problem. Because if that, that person could not get a hold of a firearm, he would have went in that bank and tried to hurt people still with a knife or with, uh, with something else because it was evil intentions in his heart. He, 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 uh, look, Ben Shapiro said it the best way. The media is not covering what he put on social media. Before that, with three memes, they, they're not talking about how, I believe he went live with this on social media. This person was sick. That, 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 then you can argue the part with, oh, it's mental illness. Yes, you can ar argue that point. But ladies and gentlemen, this man had a heart issue. His heart was evil. And until the administration and even some on the right understand, understand that, that is not 
the piece of machinery that he used to do harm. It is his heart. We will still have these problems. But this is a nation that has forgotten God. And you see the results of it. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I'll be right back in a few moments. How you doing, everyone? Isaac here. I'm the Cajun Conservative. And I want to thank Brother Lanny Hayes from Hayes' Dump Truck Service for their generous support of the Cajun Conservative and Brothers Just Searching. Hayes' Dump Truck Service serves the Lafayette and surrounding areas. If you have any job that you need done, like cleanup or hauling material to your job site or your home, we haul limestone, we haul sand, we haul topsoil, any type of material you need. If you're in the Lafayette and surrounding areas, please call Brother Lanny Hayes at 337-852-8043. Remember, Hayes is Dump Truck Service, where Jesus is Lord of the company. All right, everybody, welcome back to the second segment of the Cajun Conservative Show today. Ah, uh, let me see where I want to go next. Uh you know what? Let me go ahead and talk about Miss Joy Reed. And I guess you could say you could add this to my growing list of how the heck did they get on TV? Because look, I look, I, I learned something about the left. And I and I I see I see this all the time, you know. If they're accusing the Republican Party of doing something, you should watch out for a couple of months down the line because nine out of ten, the Repu the Democrat Party is going to be accused or something's going to come out. They did the same thing. Prime example, you remember at Mar-a-Lago when Trump had all these unclassified, these classified documents and these classified documents pose a threat to national security. You remember that, folks? And Biden went on TV saying, this is horrible. I'm paraphrasing because I, I don't have this right, the quote right in front of me, but this is horrible. Uh, this is despicable. I can't believe that. Then a couple of couple of days later, ba -ba -bom, breaking news. They found classified documents in Biden's home. And then they found some in Mike Pence's home. Then people start, yours, people start asking questions and yours truly was asking well, what about the other presidents? What about Jimmy Carter? What about uh, what about Bill Clinton? What about the Bushes? What about start asking all these questions, and then you started seeing something happen, where the Mar-a-Lago story started slowly fading away. It comes up every so often, but it slowly fades away. And you, now you don't already you, there's a special counsel and everything, but it was it was it was priority news. When it was just the Republican Party, but then it comes out Biden had classified documents. Oh, let's pull that story back a little bit. So, just to, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but if the Democrat Party accuses you of doing something, watch out there. Nine out of ten, they're doing it as well. Point taken. MSNBC Joy Reid says Governor Abbott, GOP have uh, GOP have a lynching vibe, lust to hunt. Or kill political opponents. Now, Joy Reid was talking about a case in Texas where there was a man that uh, that was uh, he was in a car, and um, they had people around him, and someone raised a firearm, so he went ahead and defended himself. 
that is what the story is entailing that's what the guy's saying what happened and they um they they the this person um now nah, let me go ahead and read it uh clean yeah, he's, uh, so Joy Reid claimed that Governor Greg Abbott pushes to pardon an army sergeant convicted of murder of Black Lives Matter protesters threatened him with a gun is evidence that the GOP is bringing back a lynching vibe to America. That is Joy Reid's words, not mine. Reid made these comments during the latest episode of MSNBC, The Rideout, where she spoke to MSNBC senior political strategist Michael Dow, who called the pending pardon a attack on our democracy. So Greg Abbott, uh, and in his defense, he says that this is a uh, a, a progressive DA. He wants to stop guns and, and all this stuff. On this note, if this man was convicted and he was duly processed in the justice system, Greg Abbott should not go ahead and pardon him. Now, if they find out the governor, governor Abbott found out something that uh, justifies his pardon, he needs to go ahead. Now it hasn't passed. Now this this episode, um, April 11, which was on this, uh, so it was April 10th. The episode came out on the Monday of the of this earlier week's episode. Um, so during the same segment, though, Reed also declared that Republicans seem to have a sort of lust for hunting political opponents. Um, Reed lashed her into her uh, launched into her attack on describing the case Abbott has announced he is seeking pardon for. Over the weekend, the Texas governor claimed he intended to pardon Army Sergeant Daniel Perry, who was recently convicted of murder on Friday for shooting and killing a Black Lives Matter protester holding an AK-47 after the gun was raised towards him. Fox News Digital had reported. Now, um, like I said, if this man was duly processed by the photo center of the law, Mr. Abbott should not go ahead and pardon him. But if Greg Abbott sees something, he, he should. That, that is my disclaimer on that. But this is why I went ahead and pulled this story, ladies and gentlemen, because Joy Reid, now remember we talked about blaming the, uh, Republicans earlier, <laughs> says that the Republican Party are, are going after political opponents. They're going after uh, their, their political uh, adversaries. They're, oh, this is, Greg Abbott's evil. Now, ladies and gentlemen, first off, this pardon does not go ahead and attack any political opponent on the left. This only frees a guy that, that, that was convicted of murder. Um, it's an attack on our democracy where every governor has certain limitations to where he can pardon somebody. That him, the, the governor of the state and the president of the United States can pardon people. That is, that is written in our laws. But ladies and gentlemen, listen to how Joy Reid is saying this, that Republicans are going after political opponents. Huh. Uh, I, I just, now, like I said, I'll never talk to these people probably in my life. And if I do, it'll be on a rare occasion. They probably, if they will invite me on their show, they'll never invite me back. I promise you. But didn't we just have a DA in New York City prosecute a former president who is also a candidate for the presidency of the United States? He's already planning on running 2024. He had an interview with Tucker. He said he's not going to stop. But you just had a, I'm going to think about this. You had a DA that just prosecuted Trump because of political purposes. 
Oh, oh no, it wasn't political purposes, Isaac. It was a it was because he paid hush money to a porn star. That look, the federal prosecutors didn't want to take this case. Look, Trump and look, Trump can Trump Trump has way bigger legal issues than 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 than, than that that case right there. But the DA and the reason we call this a politically motivated uh, indictment was because this man ran to get elected by saying, I am going after Trump. I'm going after his family. I'm going after his companies. I'm going all in on Trump to take Trump out. Ladies and gentlemen, Mar-a-Lago, it been proven. I think I got the article. I want to make, make sure. Let's see. Oh, I'm trying to let me see. I thought I had it. I know I've seen it. Oh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I had an article that suggested that Biden knew. Let me I'm trying to make sure before I say it. Oh, where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? I, I must not. I must not have. I must. I, I'm surprised I didn't say that article. But somewhere I heard that the Biden administration knew about Mar-a-Lago. And ladies and gentlemen, it's kind of funny that Mar-a-Lago happened right in the middle. Uh, you get what I'm saying? All this tensions of Trump. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, who, who's going after political opponents? I'm just, I'm just asking that. I'm asking that question right now. Who is going after political opponents? See, Joy Reid saying it's the the Republican Party. The Republican Party has a, a, a lynching uh, vibe to them. She, she's saying that she's saying that that we're going. The Republican Party is going after political opponents. When in this case, it it never happened. Ladies and gentlemen, it never happened. But she goes on her television network, or on MSNBC. She goes on her show and she makes these outlandish claims, don't have no proof whatsoever. And accusing the, the Republican Party of doing the exact same thing that the Democrat Party is doing to Donald Trump and other political candidates. She, she really had the nerve to do this. And of course, what Greg Abbott is doing in Texas, according to the to, to the to political analysts or strategists, oh, this is undemocratic. This is this is attacking our democracy. And it goes back to it goes back to what I was saying in the first segment. When all else fails, blame the blame the Republican Party. The Republican Party has, has been called fascism. The, the Republican uh, fascists, they've, they've been called um, undemocratic. They've been called murderers. They've been, call, they've been called all this. And it, it must be nice. I'm going I'm to be honest. Look, it, it must be nice to be a political party and, and say whatever you want about the other party. And the, the media doesn't say diddly squat about it. But when the Republican Party comes out and says, hey, this, 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 and this, and they line up with facts, the media wants to turn a blind eye and say, move along, nothing to see here. This woman, this is why I say I, I, I need to make a list. How the heck they got on TV? Her, Whoopi, Joy Reid, Don Lemon, how did they get on TV? Because people don't care for the truth no more. People don't. People do not. People 
do not care about the truth. Not one iota of the truth. But ladies and gentlemen, they're still going to be on TV. This is, uh, anyway, so I'm going to go ahead and talk about a personal with a little bit of time I got left for this segment. I want to go ahead and talk about, well, it, 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 this does fit. So, uh, I didn't put a, uh, a TikTok video out in this earlier part of the week, just, uh, things going on. I was tired. I didn't, I didn't get uh, the, the chance to put a video up, but I put a video of my life, uh, the podcast before last. And I, as I said, I talked about how America is in a mess because they have forsaken God. And it was about a minute and a half. We also did, it's not coming out next week, but the week after we did a episode on brothers, just searching basically around the same things, why America lost values or why America's in a mess is in. And, and we, we talked about this a little bit and that just been really on my high horse for a little while. Well, on TikTok, I get comments. And look, somebody even asked me, Isaac, turn off the comments. Why? You know, I believe in freedom of speech. But, and see, that's why I don't get some people like, we want freedom of speech. Oh, you should censor that person's speech. No, why? I believe in freedom of speech. What, what is their comment going to do to me? Hurt me? No. But anyway, uh, going back to that, I made this video. I talked about how we're in a mess. And one person on there, I couldn't even believe the comment when I saw it said, no, no, no. The reason that is not the reason why America is in a mess. Basically saying the reason is not God and it's not morality. It's not the, the, this. And the comment put on there said it is because of all the white people. And I thought about that for a second. I'm like, uh, no, it's the heart issue. I, we all know that. But ladies and gentlemen, when I read that comment, I'm, I, I, I started thinking about something. Now, the left don't like God. So this person doing this did not mean it to say, well, God's not the problem, which he isn't. But um, what they were saying is, is that, no, it is. It was a race issue. That's why America's in a mess it's in. And that person, without probably knowing it, went ahead and shifted the blame to somebody else. We've been, it's funny how the common theme of this show has been so far is that the Democrats blame the Republicans on guns when there is another issue uh, around about it. Um, Joy Reid is saying that they're going after, uh, Republicans are going after political motives, which is shifting the blame, shifting the focus away from the Democrat party to the Republican party, which is shifting the blame. And this person just shifted the blame that the reason America's in a mess it is is because if forsaken God say no, it's because of a race issue. And ladies and gentlemen, I, I, I seen this and I'm like, wow, the Democrat party don't take the blame. They just shift it around. And in and, and, and thinking about it, you now the president of the United States, remember I used the example of oil. Um, the president of the United States, which there is an article on about the oil crisis. We, I might bring that up on the next segment where, um, but anyway, but the oil issue, remember the president says he does not influence any prices when it is going up, but when it is coming down, the president says, Hey, that's all me. 
You see, when it's bad, they want to shift the blame somewhere else. And look, it's just not Democrats. Republicans do this as well. Uh, Trump did it major a lot of times where he would go ahead and, and, and something would happen. Trump would try to blame somebody else. So it's not it's not necessarily a Democrat or a Republican. It's just it's a, pol a political thing. Uh, you don't want to sit. I don't want to take blame for nothing. You get what I'm saying? It, just, it, it don't look right. But ladies and gentlemen. The Democrat Party shifts the blames. And, and that, like I said, that is the common common theme around this. When when, we're, when 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 things look bad, blame the Republican Party. Blame the conservative. Blame blame anybody else except the good old Democrat Party. And lady, like I said, I don't even think this person thought when they wrote that comedy they were doing that, but that's what they were doing. They were shifting the blame and ignoring the facts. And just they closing their eyes. And there's some people, look, there's people like that religiously. There's people like that politically. They, you, you tell them something that is factual and true. And they put their fingers in their ears and close their eyes and goes, la, 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 la. Because they don't want to hear the truth. And, and it's sad that our nation has come to this point where we cannot even acknowledge truth no more. And it is sad that our nation has come to this point. With that being said, I'm going to go ahead and take a break. I'll be back in a few moments. Cheers and good on you, boys and girls. My name is Scott Ford, and I have a show on Rumble. It's the Scott Ford Show, all one word. The Scott Ford Show, all one word, and it's on Rumble. I'd be very happy if you went ahead and subscribed, like Isaac. I'm a true American-loving patriot. Thank you, Isaac. God bless Enjoy your life. All right, everybody, welcome back to the third and final segment of this episode of the Cajun Conservative Show. Uh, we're going to try to go ahead and do a rapid fire of news and opinions. Uh, the reason being is... Uh, the, the stories I had, I didn't think it would go that long, and they, they went great, which is good. But last segment, I got a lot of stories I do want to touch on. So I guess this could be a segment of the Cajun news. Uh, so Trump sues former attorney Michael Cohen's for $500 million. Now, this is in connection to the case that is going on in New York right now, which Trump was indicted for with the porn star stormy daniels uh it was an exclusive to fox news former president donald trump is suing his ex-lawyer michael Cohen for more than 500 million alleged a breach of of his attorney client re relationship unjust enrichment and more fox news digital has learned the, uh, the 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 lawsuit which is a federal lawsuit is 30 pages long and they accuse Michael Cohen of breaching his contract and trying to uh, trying to go ahead and give unjust enrichments and uh, say things about Trump that were not true. Now, this is where this all started, remember, ladies and gentlemen, where Trump was accused. Uh, well, Tommy Daniels says she allegedly had relationships with Donald Trump. Donald Trump um, went ahead and said, no, I did not. And it was brought up to Michael Cohen. Michael Cohen paid her $130,000 in hush payment money and said Trump paid it back. And this is where the confusion goes in. Was it legal fees or was it business fees? Was it a political? And 
remember part of the indictment was that Trump was trying to influence the 2016 election by hiding information. Like no other politician has done this, but they, 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 they target Trump. And Michael Cohen is the centerpiece of this because if Michael Cohen, first off, was an attorney and paid her money and there was paper signed, she wasn't supposed to say nothing. And Michael Cohen wasn't supposed to say nothing. Now, Stormy Daniels did have, it was told to pay Donald Trump $122,000 for legal fees concerning this, but Donald Trump is suing Michael Cohen, which I, I, I wonder why Trump didn't do this in the beginning. Because you think about it, if that was a contract and Stormy Daniels and Michael Cohen's broke it, well, they owe Donald Trump some money. And, and look, Donald Trump, Donald Trump at the end of the day is possibly going to go ahead and get this lawsuit because first off, uh, attorney client privileges, you have that and you have, you have other things, but I, I, I wondered when, wh why this didn't happen before. Why, why is it happening now? So, uh, Elon Musk <laughs> shreds BBC reporter who can't name one example of Twitter hate speech. So this happened. Um, Elon Musk was being interviewed by BBC reporter and he, the BBC report, I heard, uh, heard the audio today, uh, I told, uh, or asked Elon Musk about his platform Twitter and how since he has got it more hate speech has come to him he looked into the feed and all that and Elon Musk just asked a simple question he said tell me an example of it and I'll take care of it and all of a sudden the guy's face is like oh crap the guy didn't have an example the guy didn't go ahead and say well this happened this was said that and he started making excuses why he didn't have an example of of elon and elon elon basically told him and you full of you full of you know what and you you don't have an example you you're just quoting something and the, the the news reporter left in haste and ladies and gentlemen this is how the left does this though the left tries to get you in a ha-ha moment but when you go ahead and challenge that ha-ha moment and there's nothing to back back that up you're kind of you kind of stuck. You're kind you 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 don't know what to what to do. So, ladies and gentlemen, but Elon Musk went ahead. And I mean, just there we go. <laughs> he was just uh, he he um he 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 showed him up, and that's what you need to do with the left. Sometimes you need to just show them up. If they go ahead and come 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 with a claim to you, hate. All right, prove me that claim. And see, I, look, Elon Musk by far is not a right-wing conspiracy theorist. hes I don't even think he's a Republican. He has voted, he said the uh, last election, he voted Republican for the first time. So you know he is not on the right. But ladies and gentlemen, the, I think more of the people need to do this. You know, when the left challenges us, especially stuff on policy, don't be afraid. Say, well, show me the proof. See, that, that's what a lot of Republicans don't do. A lot of Republicans do like the, the the reporter. I'm done here, and they walk out. Now, understand if it's on a big major major news network like CNN. I, it bothers me, when, and even on Fox News, I see that about the left. When you have five Republicans there and one Democrat, or on this left side, you have five Democrats and one Republican, and, and the Republicans trying to say something, and you have four other people coming. Nah, 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 and you can't you can't get a word to answer why. But if it's a one on one encounter. Give them time to speak and say, well, prove it to me. And you have to, you have to see how that interaction happens. But 
Elon Musk just asked, where's the proof? You're, you're making accusations to me. Show me the proof. And the reporter just couldn't, uh, he, he, he couldn't, he couldn't handle it. So, oh, all right. So let's go ahead and talk about uh, Biden. Uh, Biden, uh, 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 excuse me. Biden went ahead and unveiled tougher ever car emission rules in bid to force election uh, uh, electric vehicle purchases. This is this comes from Fox News. The Biden administration unveiled the most aggressive tailpipe emissions ever crafted as part of its sweeping climate agenda and effort to push America to buy electric vehicles. The, uh, the vehicle pollution standard proposed Wednesday by the Environmental Protection Agency and announced by the White House will impact car models 2027 through 2032. The White House said the regulations would protect public health by archiving carbon emission reduction of nearly 10 billion tons by 2055. It would save customers an average of 12,000 over the lifetime of the vehicle um there's a problem with this mr biden you're pushing everybody to buy these electric vehicles when the cheapest one is 60 to 65,000 dollars oh, oh how are we saving 12,000 if you look on that standpoint okay so a, a gas vehicle is the 16 I'm, I'm quoting louisiana prices uh they could be different in other states uh but um cheapest vehicle product around louisiana right now is 15 to twenty thousand, give or take um if you buy a vehicle at that price why you know why why, why would i spend sixty five thousand dollars on a vehicle Oh, you're going to save 12,000. No, not really. I'm going to save uh, probably like 40 some thousand, give her 30,000, almost 30 some thousand with the vehicle that's a gas powered vehicle. And ladies and gentlemen, look, I, my point was proven and I, I can't think of the baseball player, but there's a baseball player. He, he, he lives, I think, in California. He was going to Texas for something and he, he was traveling in his Tesla. And he was only, he, he super powered his car and the next fueling site was offline according to Tesla. And he would have to go all the way and he didn't know if he would have enough juice. He had to go to a diner, plug up his car to the diner according to the video and the TikTok. And like I can say, I can't think of the guy's name, but ladies and gentlemen, he had to plug and he, he didn't know what to do. And you know, somebody in the comments on TikTok said, well, if you would have bought a, a car with gasoline, 35 minutes. At a gas station, you could have got your Coke and everything. Just, just think about that. But ladies and gentlemen, we, we know why Biden is doing this. Biden is not doing this to save the environment. It's about control. And this is why he's trying. He's not suggesting. He's telling you to buy EVs. Just like he's trying to regulate gas stoves. Just like he's trying to regulate washing machines and dryers the reason because he wants to control the american people i don't care who you are there is no sole purpose for an electric vehicle oh the planet the planet is fine the planet has survived the way i believe six thousand to ten thousand years i'm a six-day creationist i can hear the left now oh boy religious nut and a six-day creationist might be some christians say the same thing i don't know but 
I believe the world is 6,000 to 10,000 years. But even let's go with the evolution thing. Okay, uh, the thing. They say the world's been here 4.5 billion years, give or take. The planet, both numbers, have survived thousands or billions of years. Do you honestly think that a few humans changing from from gasoline to EVs is going to save the planet longer? It, 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 the planet adapts. If you think about it, the, 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 world, the world's been here for years. You really think it's going to stop now? This world's going to be here years and well, it's going to be here for all eternity, according to the scriptures. But ladies and gentlemen, Biden wants to save the planet because the planet's going to blow up in a couple of years. No, it's not. This is not about saving the planet. This is about control. I don't know how many times I can say this on this microphone. And especially when you want to do it. And, and look at it like this. They want and the article reads. They want, they, they, they're trying to push these emission rules in bid to force electric vehicle purchases. They're not giving you the option. They're, they're telling you. And look, don't get me wrong, ladies and gentlemen. Don't get me wrong. I, I've seen the inside of it. Well, I haven't seen personally, but I've seen on YouTube and other social media. I've seen the inside of a Tesla through videos. And I would, uh, uh, if I had a friend that has one, I'm probably going to go see it. If God would bless me enough to where I can have enough money, I would probably go buy a Tesla. They're nice. I'm not going to deny they're nice. But ladies and gentlemen, that would be my choice. I'm not going to tell my wife or my family, go buy Tesla because we got to save the planet. I'm probably going to still have gas vehicles. And look, if God blesses me enough where I have that money, where I can buy multiple vehicles, I, like I said, I would choose to buy Tesla because I want one. Not because the government's forcing me to. But ladies and gentlemen, that this right here, this is, bo this is bothering me. The government is going around certain laws and regulations to force the American people to buy EVs or to buy gas stoves or to buy this or to buy that. And ladies and gentlemen, like I said, what if it's a national disaster or God forbid something happens in this nation where we invaded and they cut down the power grid. What what would happen to all your electric vehicles? What would you know um, them bomb them 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 bombs that take out a EPG? What if that happens and all the electronics are gone? America needs to wake up. It's not about the, the government wants to control you. And look, even that the, the government can say, oh, well, we have a blackout. We have to shut down and you don't have a car, guys. You don't have a stove. You don't have nothing. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about control. It's not about. It's not about it's not about the environment. Oh, well, Fox News. I, this was not in my notes. I just turned on to the main page of Fox News. This is trending. Bear juggernaut, <laughs> juggernaut shed, uh, shreds nearly five billion in value since popular partnership with trans activists. Ladies and gentlemen, people that 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 are that drink beer and get drunk, no, hey, a man can cannot turn into a woman. <laughs> you think about it. I'm just I'm just being honest. Beer drinkers and uh. But ladies, five billion in value, cool. And you, you hear an occasion come out of me right now. And you know what's sad? <laughs> B 
the owners of Budweiser and Bud Light probably ain't gonna ain't gonna change. You go woke, you go broke. I'm just that just simple on that. That's my opinion on that. Oh, let's see. One more story, then we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up and go home for the day. Um, Biden DOJ recommends no jail time for trans vandal of Catholic Church F bomb Catholics. So what happened was a couple of, I guess a couple of months ago, let's see when the, uh, when this offense happened. Uh, but anyway, a while back they had a, a person went ahead and vandalized a Catholic church, wrote some profanity on it and also hurt a few people. If I'm not mistaken, uh, let's see. Oh, let's go ahead and, uh, let's look at that. I'm trying to find it, but, uh, yeah, but they had some things that happened. Oh uh, yeah. So the, 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 the trans, uh, uh, violator went ahead and smashed two glass doors with a rock spray painted the church outside his wall with a message that read F Catholics wrote in your, uh, rot in your fake hell kid groomers and women haters among several other messages a church staff member was spray painted across their face while attempting to chase the assailant away when officers when officers located the, uh, the, uh, the assailant police said he used a backpack full of spray paint cans to smash the police vehicle before turning himself in so Isaac, why are you bringing this out? Because as the article reads, the Biden DOJ recommends no jail time for this person because of the violating of the church. President Joe Biden, President Biden's the, the, the Justice Department offered what critics are calling a sweetheart plea deal to a vandal who attempted, who admitted to defacing the Catholic Church with profane graffiti, destroying a statue of the Virgin Mary, and assaulting a church worker and resisting arrest. The plea agreement reviewed by Fox News Digital shows that the DOJ recommended zero jail time for the perp. And this is the person, a 31-year-old transgender individual who uh, vandalized the St. Louis Catholic Church in Bellevue, Washington, following Roe v. Wade overturning last June. So this happened uh, close to a year ago. So ladies and gentlemen, this was, and look, all, the assailant said everything was true. Yes, I did it. There's video evidence of the person doing this, but they go ahead and, um, get off scot-free. No jail time. Nothing. Judge of the department said we give him a plea deal. It's all right. It goes back to my last episode though, where I was talking about anything bad for transgenderism, the, the government and the, the, the media tries to hide it. But ladies and gentlemen, this person gets off scot-free, but they had some abortionists, uh, some, some pro-life protesters in front of abortion clinics a while back and just standing there praying and they got arrested for disturbing peace and the, the, the department of justice said, we're going to throw the book at them for breaking and violating the law. Just standing up praying, not, not, no, no problem. They're just standing there with their heads down, praying, not, not doing anything wrong. We're going to throw the book at them. The DOJ says, but this person that 
attacked a worker, assaulted a worker with spray paint. And brought, uh, and tore up property because she, she was mad because of the, OV, the, the overturning of Roe v. Wade. And, and look, this, this is shows the point right here that, that the left turns violent when they don't get their way. Majority of the time. Not all. Majority of them, though. Ladies and gentlemen, the, 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 the president, the president's DOJ is going to go ahead and say, don't do that again. Go out and have fun. And when you have men and women of God praying on the sidewalk and they go to jail for praying and that same DOJ that just told this person, don't do that, is going to throw the book at the Christians. You need to be worried. But we still got a First Amendment right in this country. Our rights are slowly getting taken away, but we still have a First Amendment right in this country. And what are they going to call good evil and evil good? I, that's been the theme for the last couple of episodes. This is disheartening in America. Very disheartening. But guess what? One day Jesus Christ is coming back. We're going to hear. I'm going to be going home in glory and I hope you're coming with me, ladies and gentlemen. For that to happen, though, you have to give your, your life and your loyalty to Jesus Christ. You have to give him your heart and make him the Lord of your life. And if you want to do that, you can always reach me at the Cajun Conservative 5 at gmail.com. And I'll tell you how to make Jesus your savior and heaven your home. So until next time, be blessed, be encouraged, and don't be fade apart. Because Jesus has overcome the world. So until next time, you have a good one, everybody. Be safe. Pray to the Lord comes quickly. Y'all have a good one. And he